You're listening to the Prime Culture Podcast. This Prime Culture is for the dreamers, the schemers, and the believers. We're here to introduce a whole new generation to the abundant life. We're here for the prime of our lives. How you doing? Bro, it's episode two Come on. of the Prime Culture Podcast. Let's go. And I'm so excited. I'm for it, bro. Do you know how long it? I've been waiting for the Prime Culture Podcast to just come back up? Oh my gosh. Bro, do you know how long it's I've so been waiting long. to invite you? I'm so glad you accepted our invitation, <laughs> brother, yeah, you know, brother my cal- Andrew. Yeah, my calendar was pretty busy. Bro, you know, my you're just, my just boss killing- had my hands tied. <laughs> <laughs> killing the game. Killing the game. Hey, y'all, you guys, thank you so much for tuning in, the For Real, whether you're watching on YouTube or on a podcast platform. We're on Spotify and Apple iTunes. Why aren't we it's on not, Google? It's not, on, it's not called oh, iTunes it's Apple, anymore. P- Apple Podcasts. Apple Podcasts. There Bro, you go. Bro, I just dated myself, huh? <laughs> Wow. Circa, circa early 2000s? Early 2000s. <laughs> shout out back in time, bro. Yo, but for real, though, like, we're excited to have, have you on the podcast, man. Thank you. It's an um, honor. <clears throat> hey, for all the listeners, though, for real, like, um, thank you for rocking with us. Super excited to be with you guys on the podcast. Um, so this season, dude, we've, we've been talking and we started a conversation on um, Jesus being over everything, right. and um, one of the things that I'm Jesus, I'm glad Jesus is over, is safe travels. We just came in this morning. We were oh. up 4 a.m. Where were we? We were in Laredo, Texas. Shout out Laredo, Texas. We yes. found out this. We found out that they listened. We were at a youth ministry, youth and young adult ministry yep. out there. Shout out to the young lion, Alex Valenzuela, and uh, the whole crew out there. The <laughs> reverend. Yo, my guy had a... Okay, here's a question. Why don't we have... Why don't we have the reverend title on a like a on a license plate parking <laughs> thing right like um anyway that's a great question anyway this is totally random but um the homie in laredo we were just there this morning flew mm-hmm. in and we're back in el paso and we're recording the podcast anyway man we made it bro we made it to laredo we made it to laredo the podcast made it to laredo yeah <laughs> no bro, they're for hungry real, like, for it too hey, yo, for real though that's what that you know that's so humbling dude like for real right. like, there's so many people that like now that they've been hearing that the podcast is coming back like we've just been hearing people chatter and like kind of like shout us out and dm us and like bro it's about flipping time and so yeah. we took some time off but we're back we're dude back. they would they even they would even tell us like oh man we would refresh it every friday and we don't even see <laughs> anything like, where and we yeah 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 but we're back dude. That's we're awesome. back and it's exciting dude like yeah. um you know i think i think the topic that we're that we're tackling this season is a big big deal man um and the whole thought of over everything right is um essentially putting god back in his place right i think what happens sometimes is if we're not careful we put god in like the the small box of our our own perspectives yeah. and the small box of our own opinions percent. and um and i think that you know god'll be with you in the box andrew but man he's incredible when you pull him out, pull him out of the box and you see how big he is and how how um really just how majestic he is right and so yeah. um i've been watching I, i've been watching your your growth and your travel a little bit man your story and just watching you like just see god do what he's been doing in your life bro Right. I think right. it's been a, a really, really cool thing, bro. And so um, today I want us to tackle a little bit on the subject of Jesus's truth being over everything. Right. Mm. Um, I think your generation has a thing where there's a big pursuit of truth, but it's always kind of like my truth. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. 
Um, it's always like, hey, well, I'm, I'm, I'm looking for my truth and I want my truth. And uh, why do you think that is, bro? Why do, why do you think like there's always kind of like, well, Gosh. I know there might be the truth, but I'm looking for my truth. Gosh, that's a that's a really good question. I think for me, um, I just think it's the fact that people don't want to hear. It's inconvenient, right? Yeah, it's inconvenient it's to inconvenient. them, right? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's inconvenient to them, and um, you know, I I always kind of like when we were when we were talking about this and we were talking about what we were going to talk about. I always kind of like go back to the. I always kind of go back to like the like the girl hype squad, you know? Like, oh, boo, you got this! Like, yeah, 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 yeah. When real, in reality, real, sometimes real. you don't, you know. Real, or sometimes real, you real. don't, and it's like. It's like it's just inconvenient for people to hear what may not be true. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. You know, so. And go go get your truth. Go find your truth. Yeah. yeah, I was reminded of like like the girl hype squad. You know what yeah. I mean? Where it's like the girls just trying to hype you up, like, oh no, boo, you got it. You like, do you, you got this, you, you got, got it, this, you got yeah, it, yeah, yeah, boo, yeah. you do you, boo-boo. But in reality, you don't. But you it's know? funny though, right? Because everyone's an expert, right? right? You know what I'm saying? Like, so like you think you think of like those crews, like even, it's not just the girls, right? We're not gonna be right, no, right? like, like, not. Like it's the dudes too, right? Like I'm just I remember extra like that. <laughs> hey, yo, I remember being like 21, 22, and just having dudes around me, like they just gas you up, right? right. Like they just get and for no reason, bro. Like, you know what I mean? Like now looking back at my life, it's like, bro, you had no reason to gas me up <laughs> to buy that truck. You had no like like for real, like your credit was terrible, bro. <laughs> like you were not an expert. And like you know what I'm saying? Like you had no idea about real true, estate, bro. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, like true story, true story. Like Facts. and we're just talking about truth and how I think the big idea here is how truth is relative now. Yeah. Right. Truth is relative to experience. Truth is relative to perspective. Truth is relative to opinion. Right. right? So I remember when Diana and I bought our first house, which, by the way, uh, this is neither here nor there. But I think it would be super dope if we did some content or a pop up on like if you're a young adult, how to buy your first house. Yes, we should. I think that'd be super cool. Anyway, but I re so so like so like um, we can do we can ha do the culture a favor that I I never had. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I wish someone had like my back when it was like, all right, you're gonna buy your first house because we go from so we get married, right? And so Diana, Diana and I get married, and we're in a 500 square foot apartment, right? Um, and the first house we buy, this is 2006, 2005, right around there. We got married in 2004, so right around 2005, 2006, we buy our first house, and we go from a 500 square foot apartment to like a 4,200 square foot house, <laughs> almost dropped like half a million dollars on a, oh on a gosh, house, right? Bro. But, which is like, okay, cool. Like, weird flex, Cruz. We get, okay, you know what I'm saying? Like, okay, we get it. You got it like that, bro. Okay, bro. But it wasn't you know a flex. But it wasn't a flex, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> but it was like, we had people around us who weren't, like, I wish we had people around us who were like, bro, have you read Rich Dad, Poor Dad? Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, have, do you do you know how to manage your money? Yeah. But instead, we had people like, yo, do you, son? Sell a MTV crib, son. You know what bro, I'm saying? Like, for real. buy it and go buy a Benz. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was crazy. Um, and when we look back, it Gosh. was like, we were, we were living the truth. Truth that was a sum total yes. of the experience of the people around us, right. and there wasn't a truth that was greater than us. Yeah, same you, thing for me. Same thing for me. When I first moved to El Paso, like I didn't like I was astounded because people would always tell me, "Oh, real estate here is real estate here is so cheap." Da 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 da. And so I LTO'd. I LTO'd on a. I don't even know what an LTO is. Lease to bro. own. Lease to own. Okay, thank you. On, like, man, you're so fancy, own. bro. Sorry, like, you're sorry, mad sorry. official. <laughs> like, dang, son, AndrewFrog.com, dude. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> hey, maybe. Who knows? Hey, I'm speaking it into existence. Let's go. Son. I receive. You better receive a shot. I don't know about you. That was real <laughs> tongues right there.
But yeah, no. So when I first moved here, I went from an apartment in Houston to a 2,800 square foot icon custom home. Hello. That I was on an LTO from. And my like, I had, I had friends here that were like, yes, bro, you should totally do it. Oh man, this house is so sick. Oh bro, you got it, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Next thing you know, a couple months later, they're the ones enjoying the house more than I am. Because you're the one carrying the mortgage. I'm neck deep. Like, yeah, bro. Isn't it funny though? Isn't it funny that the people who will like reinforce a quote unquote truth in your life are the ones who have the least to pay and the wow. least responsibility and the yeah. least liability on it? And I think that's a big idea. Like when we're talking about where you're getting your sources of truth from, mm. right? Like I think you should always consider the source. Like to me, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense that I would get my source of truth from on relationships right. from people who have not established relationships. Right? right, that I get my source of truth on money from people who are in the struggle just like me. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Um, I had a, one of my mentors would say this: like two kids in the mud can't clean each other up. You know what I'm saying? Facts. And like, um, and but it's funny though, right? Because the people who should speak on it less or the least are the ones loudest with it. Right. And I think that's a big deal, bro. I think that a lot of times we think that the loudest person in the room or the loudest person on social or the loudest person on culture is the one with the loud with is the one who has the truth. And that's not always the case, man. The loudest person isn't always the rightest person. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, and I think that that's that's a that's a big idea, bro, that I wanted to tackle when we started when we started this collection of talks, man, like a couple weeks ago on Culture Night. We talked about how um, there's there's a sense spiritually in your generation um, in in feeling some sort of friction or some sort of tension with what they've been presented as truth. Now, I think that I think that presenting Jesus as truth is never wrong, right? That's no, always never right. Never wrong. With that. um, but I think that there is I think that there is some some verity and some some justification in your generation saying man and, and looking at the framework of church at large not abundant church right but like the, the church at large and the yeah. condition of church at large and i think your generation has um has something in them that's like man there's there's got to be a little bit more there's got to be there's got to be man like there's got to like i feel somewhere where it's not clicking it's not connecting for me and the way I, the way i've i've put it is this way and so I think I think your generation, Andrew, um, has seen inconsistencies and has seen places where the the version of truth that's being presented to, to your generation at large just doesn't line up. And um, I think that there's a degree of protest, right? Your generation is is looking for something that lines up more with values, that lines up more with experiences. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Right. However, I think where I think where it becomes dangerous and it becomes risky, bro, is when the only book on truth that we quote is the one that we wrote. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and I think what has happened is in a pursuit of truth, rather than pursuing a, a greater truth or a higher truth or a global absolute truth, we're pursuing my truth. Yeah. And that's a really, really tricky place to be. And that's what we talked about, right? Like, man, hey, I'm just, I'm just living my truth. I'm just living, I'm just living my perspective. And you know, I've I've heard it, I've I've read this statement that we live in a post-truth era where wow. truth doesn't exist anymore, bro. Because wow. now everyone has their own version of truth. And so if everyone's version of truth is truth, then there's no such thing as truth. Exactly. Do you know what I'm saying? Exactly. Um I think I think it also comes from the fact that my generation is just sick and tired of being sick and tired. Mm. 
like they're sick and tired because I mean, like literally, I mean, if you look on social media, if you look at like if you if you kind of just go around the corner like of, of your circle, social circle, like somebody is always trying to sell you something that is always a quick fix. Dude, absolutely. And so there's no trust, right? There's no trust. Wow. So like 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 I remember when I was kind of stuck in the mud, I'm like, 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 I don't know where to go. Yeah. You know, yeah. I, I don't. Yeah. I don't. I, I think I think that's a big, big deal, man. Like, because yeah. it's like, man, I want a truth that's trustworthy. Right. Right. And I think that's that's where church and the emerging generation, whether whether it was it was the church and boomers, the church and Gen Xers, mm. the church and millennials, and now the church and Gen Zers, the tension has always been whether or not there's a consistent truth. Right. Right. Um, and as we're talking about that, bro, I'm so glad you brought that up. I think what happens is that we we measure God and Jesus Christ through the lenses and through the metrics of our of our experiences, typically through the lenses and the metrics of our negative experiences. Wow. Right? And our truth, quote unquote, is really just an encapsulation of what has happened to us or what hasn't happened for us or right. the things that have disappointed us. And so now we'll look at, Man, God should have done this for me, or Jesus should have been there for me, but he wasn't. And so now I'm going to define my own version of the truth based off of not my conviction, but based off of my aversion to risk and hurt and disappointment. Wow. You know, when I experience when I experience and have conversations like this with 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 young adults like you, Andrew, oftentimes it's not that. Y'all don't believe. Y'all believe big, man. Like y'all have big, yeah, big, big faith. Right. But y'all, but but y'all have been so disappointed by institutions that were supposed to be there for you mm. that it's hard to trust an institution because that's what God is. That's what the church is. And I don't say institution like a bad thing. Right. right? An institution simply means that it's had staying power. Right. right? That it's been able to to stand the test of time. Right. But like. Um, there's been a failed trust or there's been an expectation that wasn't met. And if you didn't meet my expectation, therefore you must not be true. Jeez. Does that make sense? Wow. And so now what we're doing is we put God in this box. Yeah. Right. And I just want to remind, remind us today, bro, that the scripture says this, that the Lord watches over not my expectation to fulfill my expectation. He watches over his word. Yeah. to fulfill his word. And so the faithfulness of God, wow. and look, I just want to take a moment and talk to anyone who's been disappointed or has had, has had a sense of, man, God wasn't there for me. Therefore, God must not be real. I, this, this is a tough truth, but I have to share it with you because it'll set you free. God is not faithful to our expectations. He's faithful to his word. Mm. That's where he's faithful to, right? And so like, what happens is we'll now craft our own version of truth and truth now becomes relative to what I believe is best for me. Yeah. Right. You think about that, right? So like right. that's, that's the whole premise of like, man, I'm just going to, I'm just, man, I'm just trying to live my truth. No, that, 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 that's kind of like the, the lifeline of my life mm. where, um, you know, I love, I love my mom. I love my mom. Bro, right? I love your mom too. Bro. My mom's your great. mom is the best. You know? I love, I, okay. So when I first met Andrew, <laughs> When I first met Andrew, your mom speaks Cantonese. Cantonese. Yeah. Right? Um, and so when I first met Andrew, I was like, yo, call your mom right now. 
and talk to her in Cantonese on speaker because I love, I love, love, love hearing your mom talk to you in, in, in Cantonese, bro. But your mom's the best. No, yeah, tell yeah, us about my mom's mom. great. Tell us about no, your mom. so, so it's, it, it wasn't necessarily about my mom, but my mom works at a really great church. Right? She works at a she works at a Chinese church in uh, in in Houston, and that's essentially where I grew up. Um, but for me, you know, I grew I grew up around the church, mm -hmm. right? And I, I love the church and. Um, but for me, when I was growing up, I wasn't necessarily, I, I don't want to say it like this, but I wasn't necessarily the, the stereotype of, of, of a Chinese child growing up, right? Where I was, I was more athletically inclined and I, I really loved the sports and, you know, I don't want to say it like this, but my grades weren't necessarily all there, Wow. you know, <laughs> right? But, but that essentially, like my mom would have conversations with, with congregation members and it's like, it's like, why is your son not excelling in school? Wow. You know? So for me growing up, my, like, and, and keep in mind, right, we, we, we all have a huge faith. We all believe, sure. right? But under the, under the cultural umbrella, expectations, expectations yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. That kind of hindered it to where, like, me growing up, I was like, dang, like, I don't even know if the church is a safe space for me. Bro, that's heavy. Right. Wow. So as I went out and as I graduated high school and I went into college, I ended up looking for my own truth. Mm. And I ended up seeking what made me feel good. Wow. Because even as I grew up, the church and then the body was not there for me where it was like my covering. Wow. Right? So 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 here's what happened, right? Let, let me let me make sure I'm picking up what you're putting down. So then a the institution yeah. that was supposed to be a place of safety for you, right. of development for you, a place where you experience, encounter, and learn to walk with Jesus, man comes in and puts his preferences, his preference. their preferences exactly. on it, and they mix it with church and faith. And it's funny, right? It's essentially like church people are saying, what's wrong with your son? Right. How come he's not getting good grades? Which then sounds like, is he even, does he even believe? Yeah. And like, by the way, what? disclaimer, I graduated at 3.8, all right? Like, it wasn't that bad. What a disappointment, bro. <laughs> what a dis you couldn't You couldn't get the 3.88? Oh, my you couldn't get gosh. The you couldn't get it? What a disappointment. 3.81. <laughs> oh, my. Mom, mom, if you're listening to this, I love you. Oh, I bro, love you. Bro. And I love the church. Um, but but here's, what's, here's what's so interesting about that, right? Because Jesus taught us, dude. That when man's traditions mixes itself with the word of God and the truth of God, Jesus said this, that the tradition of man, the preferences of man, the way we've always done it of man, mixed with the word and the truth of God, makes the word of God of no effect. Wow. It makes it inefficient in our lives when the... And, and this is what I think this is what's happening with your generation, that there's been a lot of traditions and a lot of a lot of stuff that is should have been extracurricular to the to the word and to how how your generation should be relating with Jesus. Now, now we've tagged on inadvertently. Now, some 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 churches and some communities of faith actually do it on purpose. Like, no, 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 no. Listen, it's not just Jesus. It's Jesus and our code of conduct. And it's mm -hmm. Jesus and our uniform. And it's Jesus and our proprietary blend of faith, right? Right. This is one of the reasons why, shameless plug, I love our church. Um, because I think our church has done a really great job to say, look, it's by faith alone. Right? Yeah. By, by faith alone, by grace alone, through Christ alone, God's word alone, to the glory of God alone. Amen. Shout out, in case you didn't know, those are the five, the five tenets of the Protestant Reformation. 
right? Gosh, um, so good. You know, and, and and shout out to our church, man. I think our church has done a, done a great job, which is why I think we have a vibrant, thriving young adult ministry. Yeah, absolutely. Um, because uh, we 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 try hard not to be so traditional that we undo the revolutionary truth that God right. gave us, right? And so um, what is heartbreaking though, Andrew, is that most generational, tra during transitions in, 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 in generational development, most of us will go pursue our truth, right? Right. Most of us will go say, well, what is my truth? Right. You know, and so then you have to ask the question, well, then what is truth? Right, what is truth? I think, I think we all want to know that. Now, we're going to take the perspective. Now, wherever you land on the continuum of faith and on the continuum of, of your relationship with Jesus, um, we're, going to, we're, we're going to approach the question, what is truth, from the, from the view of the Bible, from the biblical worldview, right. right? Now, that's super important because you cannot have a relationship with Jesus without a commitment to his word. You right. just can't. You can't have the love of Jesus, the goodness of Jesus, the power of Jesus, the blessings of Jesus without the word of Jesus. They're one mm. and the same. And Andrew, I think what happens is um, your, your generation or the, or the young, younger generation will say, man, I love Jesus, but I don't like the rules. Mm. I love Jesus, but I don't like the conviction. I love Jesus, but I want my truth too. Right. And you can't have both. Right. Jesus said it himself, John 14, right? He said it to his friends, Thomas and Philip. And he was, he was speaking to people who were brand new. Thomas was acting brand new. I don't know what to do. Philip had, had grown up in it, and he was like, I don't know if Jesus is enough. Either, either end of the spectrum, right? If you know too little or if you know too much, Jesus' response is, I'm the only way. I'm the real truth, and I'm the real life, yeah. right? And so Jesus says it this way. Um, if, if, if you want this truth, there's only one way to the truth, and that's me. I'm the only real truth. That's what he said, bro, yeah. right? When people were asking, like, show us the way. Show, like, I, I need something more, right? And Peter asked, like, how? Like, I don't even know. I don't know, because Jesus always taught in parables. Right, right. So, right? And so, so... They're, they're like, bro, like, show us more. Show, exactly. Give it to us. Yeah. Give it to us, bro. And she's like, dude, dude, look at me. I'm the way. I'm the truth. And I'm, and I'm the life. So if we're going to answer the question, what is the truth? What is really truth? Then you've got to look to Jesus. And you cannot, you cannot have the truth of Jesus, the power of Jesus, the grace of Jesus, without the word of Jesus and without yeah. the word of God. Watch. I'm going to, I'll read it to you. John 17, verse 14. Okay? And Jesus said this. Uh, he said this, I have given them your word, the message you gave me, and the world has hated them because they are not of the world and do not belong to the world. So who is they? They and, they and them are us, those mm -hmm. of us who have put our faith in Jesus, who have put our confidence and our trust in Jesus and in his word, right? So one of the things that he's given us, right? You, you see it here. One of the things that he's given us is his word. I've given right. him, I've given them the word, your word, right? He's speaking of the Father, right? And so look, and so he says, just as I am not of the world and do not belong to it, they do not belong to the world. And watch. And he says, and I do not ask that you take them out of the world, but that you keep them and protect them from the evil one. And now that's what's wow. interesting, right? Like a lot of times people will think, and your generation will think, well, if I, if I line up with the truth of Jesus, I can't, be, I can't belong in the world anymore. But that couldn't be so far from the truth, bro. 
Like the point is this. The point is that you wear that you like like you're an alien to this planet, homie. Yeah. Yeah, you know I mean, like you're not of this planet. And so there should be some sort of a protective suit that you wear. You're in it, but you're not of it. Right. And so you're not supposed to breathe this air. You know what I'm saying? Like mm. this air, the air of this world is not supposed to give you life. Right. Right? The way of this world is not supposed to create life. And dude, like, I wish I could, I wish I could tell so many young adults, bro, so many people that like look like you and are in the age and stage of life like you to say, yo, I've tried it, bro. I've tried this air and I've felt myself lifeless. I've tried these ways and right. I've felt myself and I've found myself at dead ends. Cruz, what's worked for you, bro? What's, what's brought the results? The word of God, bro. Man. Right? And so look, this is what John says. He says, so he says, I don't ask you that you take him out of the world, but you keep them and protect them from the evil one. Right, so the word of God is for what? To keep you and protect you, right. right? And he says, they are not of the world just as I am not of the world. And he says, sanctify them in the truth. Watch, set them apart for your purposes and make them holy. And then he says, your word is truth. So if you're asking today, Gosh. yo, bro, like what's the truth? What's the truth? Not just what's my truth. Because here's, here, like, here's the bottom line. Your truth is gonna change every time you change. Right, Every time you change, your truth is going to change. I mean, think about, wow. think about what life looked like for you um, 10 years ago, bro, right? When you were working so hard on that 3.8, <laughs> right? You know what I'm saying? Like, what it wasn't is, enough. Right, right, what, <laughs> but what were your priorities and what, what was true to you back then, right? Yeah. Like, what were you chasing back then, right? I mean, I'm, try, I'm trying to get my driver's license. I'm trying to hang out. I'm trying to ball out. I'm a, yeah. you know, you're a basketball player. Right. You know what I'm saying? And so the truth for 17-year-old Andrew is different for the truth of Today you're a husband. Yeah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Bless the Lord. Shout out Courtney Fung. Yes, man. Right? And so the 17-year-old Andrew has a different truth than today, Andrew. Right. Right? Yeah. And so the bottom line is that, like, my truth is not sufficient. I need a truth that is greater than my inefficiency. Yeah. Does that make sense to you, bro? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, and so there's only one truth, and that's the eternal truth of God. Yeah. Found in a Jesus. Truth that is greater than time itself. Absolutely. Yeah. The book of Peter says this heaven and earth will pass away. The grass fades and the flower withers, but my truth stands forever. Hmm. And then he goes on to say, and this is where we find our real life in his word and in his truth. You know, and so the prime culture, like as you're listening to this, and and just friends of the culture, like as you're listening to this, like there is going to be a tension of wanting to chase your truth, which are your preferences your opinions, your perspectives. Well, right. I think I should do it this way. Well, I want to do it this way, right? And listen, I get it. You're a human being, 100%. I, well, totally. I, I, I understand you have desires, you have impulses. But in all of that, if you have given your life to Jesus and if he's the Lord of your life, you have to wrestle with this word, with this scripture, where Jesus said, I've given you something to protect you, to help you, and to sanctify you in the world that you live in, but you are not a part of. You want to you know wow. why so many young adults are frustrated? Why? Because they're trying to be a part of a system they were never built for. <clears throat> like, bro. Jeez. We, bro, we weren't built for comparison. Right. We were built for compliment. That's good. You know what I mean? Like, Speaking of, you look great today. Ooh. <laughs> thank you bro thank you i mean but i mean think about it right like yeah. think, think think about the, the platforms that have made billions and billions and billions and billions based off of what 
comparison. That's all social yeah. media is, bro. Let me compare my life to your life. Right. And more than ever before, your generation, wow. your generation is full of anxiety, full of insecurity. Why? Because they believe someone's 15, 20 second truth is better than their truth. Yeah. I, I, was, I, was, pull, I, was, I was pulled back. I was reminded of the reels that we were watching yesterday. By the way, I just discovered reels, okay? <laughs> Andrew, we were, we were traveling together. And Andrew helped me discover reels on IG. <laughs> bro, I just feel, I feel like such a dad right now. Like, oh my, dude, I was totally having dad moments. Like, we like were in the hotel room. Bro. We were in the hotel room. Um, and I was like, bro, bro. And I, I sent him like 15 <laughs> reels. Just straight. Like, just like, bro, this is hilarious. Yeah. This is the best thing. This is the best thing. But I was reminded like of the reels that we were watching where like it was like they were in like Greece or wherever. And oh, it was wow, just like, yeah. like the montages, right? And it's like, it's literally yeah. like a 20, 30 second clip of a bunch of different small little photos and videos of yeah. a, a, a specific beautiful yeah. place. Yeah. But the truth is they were probably only there for like like a couple hours. Yeah. You know, a couple days at most. Yeah. But like you here, but here's what I'm saying, right? Like those that short form that short form truth in that 20 second reel doesn't tell the whole story. The whole story. No, it doesn't. You know what I mean? And but it creates it creates some type of feeling within me. Absolutely. Like, like my truth's not enough. Yes, exactly. You know? And a a truth that varies based off of your emotion is not a truth, man. Mm. A truth is global and it'll stand the test of time. And which is why I love that Jesus says this. Look, in this world they're gonna be hated. Right? Um, that that you know, a lot of times Christians will take that scripture. And say like it's good for us to be hated. Let's be let's be let's be mean right back because the world hates us. Let's be mean right back. But that's not what that means. Mm. Literally, what Jesus is saying is like you're not going to find what you're looking for in a system that is not built for you. It's wow. the antithesis. That word hate, Andrew, literally is the antithesis and the direct opposite of the word agape. Now, if you think about mm. the agape love of Jesus, which is unconditional. Right? The agape love of Jesus, which is faithfulness, respect, honor. What he's saying is, in this world, you're going to find the opposite of my truth. My truth is unconditional love, respect, faithfulness, honor, service to you that comes unconditionally. Wow. But, what, but the truth you're going to find in the world that you're not a part of is the opposite of that. So what's the opposite of that? Strings attached selfishness instead of service, hmm. convenience instead of faithfulness, Wow. short-term exploitation versus long-term faithfulness, Wow. right? And this is why your generation is hurting, man, because they're building and y'all are building your lives on a short-form truth, man. You cannot build a real life off of an Instagram reel. Jeez. You can't, bro. That is not the real truth, pun intended, right? Like, <laughs> you, you, do, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. And so Jesus wow. says this. Jesus says, look, I'm going to sanctify you, though, right? You're finding, you're finding the opposite of what you're looking for, but I can sanctify you with my truth. That word sanctify literally means this. I can make you clean. I can make you pure if you allow me to influence you. It's interesting, right? Like that mm. he would use that word 2,000 years ago for a generation today that is driven by influencers. Gosh. Right? It's crazy, right? Yeah. And a lot of times we're influenced by 
a real truth, R-E-E-L, truth, versus by the real truth, R-E-A-L, truth. Mm. You see what I'm saying? Yep. Right? And so Jesus is saying, look, my truth will sanctify you. It'll, it'll clean you. It'll purify you. That word pure doesn't mean you're perfect. It means that you're, you're you, that through the process of the influence of the Holy Spirit and Jesus's influence on your life, the impurities, the things that the things that are inconsistent, the things that are hurting you, the patterns that are that are keeping you from the life that Jesus wants you to have, he he starts to remove them by his influence. And he says, "So here's how I influence you. Ready? My word is truth. That word truth. Jesus is saying, look, my word." My promises, my way of doing things are true. And it's not just like better than you or better than that truth. That word truth, when Jesus says my word is truth, is what he says. I'm trustworthy. I'm constant. It's been firm. Isn't it interesting, Andrew, that books have come and gone. Yeah. Systems have come and gone. Worldviews have come and gone. But for the last 2,000 years, no matter, no matter how much persecution no much how, how much hateration, no much how, no matter how much criticism, the Bible has still been the most widely printed book on the planet yep. in the history of the planet. Yep. And Christianity continues to grow. There's got to be something in the truth of Jesus that is constant, firm, and trustworthy. Yeah. Right. And so Jesus says, "Yo, like, you you want you want to make your way pure? You want to get rid of the inconsistencies? Are you tired?" of having strings, living, living a life where there's strings attached and, and there's conditions attached. Well, let me sanctify you by my truth. What is truth, right? That's where we started. That's a question right. we asked. What is truth? He said, my word is truth, right? My word, my word is truth. And here's what the word word means. And I'm, I know I hijacked the podcast. But no, that's great. I, just want, I want to make sure I share this with you guys, bro. Like the, the, the term word, when John writes it, it literally means to speak intelligently as an expression of the intelligence of an entity. Right, so literally, Jesus is saying, "Let me give you my intelligence. Let me give you my wisdom. You've tried and you've pursued your truth." Yeah. Right. And so, essentially, what we're saying when we say, "Hey, I'm going to chase my truth," is like, "Man, I'm going to chase my intelligence. I'm going to chase my own effort. I'm going to chase right. my own my own ability." What I know. What I know. When on the contrary, on the contrary, here we go. Ready? I'm going to trust the intelligence of God. I'm going to trust the influence of God. I'm going to trust God's way of doing things. Right? So what is truth? God's word is truth. Yeah. Right? And so rather than pursuing my truth, I wonder what would happen in your life, Andrew, if you got your life right, Andrew. Now I'm just Boy, playing. if you don't. <laughs> but, if, but if you said, you know what, like, but, but if, what would happen to a generation, man? I wish I had done it sooner, to be honest. 100%. I wish I had done it sooner. 100%. So I think this, this, this episode on the truth um, is going to be a two-part episode, right? So today we just established what the truth is. What yeah. is the truth? The truth is the word. Right. So how do we go from pursuing my truth to opening my life to his truth? Well, you're just going to have to tune in next week for next part two. be a good one too. Of the truth. Part two. The real Can't truth, wait. not the real truth. Wow. Hello. Come on, somebody. That's the title right there. I love it. <laughs> hey, Prime Culture, we love you guys so, so much. Thank you for tuning in. Thank I hope this is helpful, me. man. I hope this is helpful. Andrew, will you pray us out? And then I'll just, I'll talk and, and land the plane a little bit. Will you pray us out? Yeah, of course. Dear Heavenly Father, we just thank you for this wonderful day. We just thank you that Prime Culture Podcast is here where we get to talk about the real truth instead of the real truths that we see 
on Instagram and on social media, Father God. And we just ask that you lead us in our lives. You take lordship over our lives and you give us your confidence. You give us your wisdom. You give us your grace. You give us your mercy. And you just lead us to the abundant life that you have for us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Hey, y'all, we're so, so grateful that you're tuning in. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast, whether it's YouTube, Spotify, uh, Apple Podcast. I and got it hit right. Hit the bell, too. Hit the bell. Hit so the you bell. Don't make sure miss you, a beat. Make sure you subscribe um, and leave us a review. It really helps us get the content out. When you leave us a review, it really, really helps us out. Um, next week, part two of The Real Truth. The Gosh. Real Truth. And we talk, we're going to, dude, bro, I can't wait. We're going to dive deep on how to make this truth your truth and how to live in the truth. That's going to change your life. Until then, I want you to know a couple of things. Number one, find us on Instagram at this prime culture. Make sure you follow us. Shoot us a DM. Let us know how this content is blessing you and helping you. We want to know, man. We want to celebrate what God is doing in your yeah. life. Number three, we have a prime culture pop-up happening October 22nd. Work at one downtown 500 North Oregon street, the second floor. It's going to be coffee, donuts, maybe something like that merch. And I, yeah, I was about to say, I heard there's merch there's gonna be some merch come on and then october 29th culture night live man we're gonna be talking about the glory of god revealed through us i think the message will be, be called so glory us come on somebody glory. until then <laughs> until then <laughs> yeah you get it we're, we're bro we're clever with it wow. we're clever with it until then we love you guys our favorite people are our people prime people prime people happy to be back with you on the podcast we love you guys We'll talk to you next week. Can't wait to see y'all. Until then, be the culture. Love y'all.